Welcome to Car Talk. I'm Matty J. Joined in the studio with Ed. Hello. And via phone link, Alan. What's happening, dude? Uh, nothing much. Just happy to be here from Canberra. Uh, from from Lucky Canberra. Uh, saw you the other night. We, we 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 did a promo for our show, and I helped you with some uni work. Yes, you did. Uh, some a lovely voiceover, and you've got a voice radio. Oh. Sounds good. <laughs> you doing this show? <laughs> Oh, well, thank you, Alan. That's that's very I sweet. Gonna, I was going to say, Alan's studying medicine. If I'm not, he's becoming a doctor. Yeah, exactly right. So uh, I was like, you're helping him with that. What, what, you, what exactly can you teach him about? Well, that? technically, I've got a higher degree than him. Ah. So, 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 Alan, in your face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you're going to be like, you know, raking it in with Maybachs and freaking Ferraris and stuff very soon. So don't stress. No, no, we're just getting the F40. <laughs> That's loose change for you, man. That's loose change. Uh, it's, uh, How is it in Canberra? We, is we, it, is we, like to, we like to think we don't work for these sorts of things, but hey, they make us feel better. They do. They do. Uh, Ed's got a question for you. Yeah, is it is it feral in Canberra like it is here? And I mean Sorry? feral. I mean feral as in the weather. Is it is it feral weather up there like here? It's actually pretty pretty nice in Canberra, even though it, it does get cold. It gets to about minus two, minus three in the nights. But yeah. um, because there's very that little Because yeah, I nearly got little... blown off the Balti Bridge on the way over here. That that was disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty bad, yeah. It was sideways rain. Like in, when they're in the movies and you're on a boat and they open the door and there's sideways wind and rain. It was that on the Balti. In a cure. And the, the, in the cure, <laughs> and it was... I was like, ooh, do cars ever get blown over? Like, does that happen? I mean, it has to be really strong. I remember watching an episode of Top Gear, and then they, they, they put some, like, like they, they threw a 2CV, and they threw a... Um, a Ducheveau. A Ducheveau, and, <laughs> and, and, like, a late 90s Mondeo behind a, behind a jet plane. And did that, did that blow it, them it over? blew them right over. It yeah, was like, a, the, it like, like a tumbleweed, tumbleweed rolling down the runway. That's it, what I felt was going to happen tonight. You might have needed some like extra extra mass in the car. We'll, you know, we'll stop at Bunnings on the way home. Get yeah, you sandbags, get you some sandbags, concrete bags, concrete bags. <laughs> uh, because because every um, uh, every person of a, of an ethnic things love love concrete. So we just concrete. It's concrete around. Just, just concrete around. It's it. around. It's around. And just uh, normally for Utes, isn't it? You know, to keep the back end down planted. Yeah, yeah. it's just so choppy and easily spun. Well, that and also to get traction as well. Yeah. So. Uh, I know, like people. We'll, with, we'll set the car up on a scale, and we'll use the bags to get a fifty-fifty weight distribution. Oh. It'll be perfect <laughs> to achieve what BMWs achieved for decades. Say. We we <laughs> need concrete. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> it's an M3, my Ute. Fifty-fifty. That was in every bit of marketing material I ever came across. Fifty-fifty weight distribution. I mean, <laughs> which by itself, you just go like to the average punter in the street, you go, "What the hell is that?" Fifty, whatever, you know. But when you look at it further, you're like, "Well, that actually makes, makes a big sense. difference to it how does. the car goes around a corner." Does MX Five? I think mine's 50, very very yeah. close to fifty fifty. Yeah, I think it, I think it is. 50, it's like forty nine fifty one. I think it's I think it's damn close. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember when when those ads were like, oh, 50-50 weight distribution. Yeah. We are the dri- the ultimate driving machine. This that and the other. Yeah. And then I saw my mechanic work on, I think it was a three a three twenty. Uh, like a e e forty six or yeah or, yeah, like well, two, yeah. Uh, late 90s, early two thousands e forty six somewhere there. Uh, and. The engine was so far back. Yeah. And he's like, you got to take all these scuttle panels off and everything yep. just, just yep. to get to anything, just to do plug That's changes. Right. I'm like... Like I'm on... Like- on uh, my mum's got an old 5 Series and between the number plate at the front, you know, there's a good meter before the engine starts. No. Yeah, because it's a, it's a four-cylinder diesel 
and so it's not it's not a big <laughs> long six cylinder engine even. So between the number plate at the front and the motor is like a meter. There's so much car before engine even starts. When you lift up the bonnet, you really see it. But oh, that's wow. the same thing to, to keep the weight back, back, yeah, and low, and you know all those reasons. Make it the ultimate driving machine. Ultimate driving machine. That's right. That- Which I don't, you don't hear about that anymore. I mean. You know, it's, that, it's still that was on the roads at the bottom. It is, but that was a real sort of selling piece for BMWs of that era, or any BMW, because they still make 50-50 weight distribution, you know, beautifully balanced yeah. cars. But I feel now it's gone all about, it's about the tech and the lane change and all that head-up display and, you know, gimmicky, gizmo-y stuff, not about the actual core engineering of the car, which is disappointing. It is, but at the end of the day, um, I mean, this is why people like, you know, for example, late 2000s, latest because they were just analog and like they they didn't really have a lot like too much as in too much like over the top yeah crap tech um, um, is that an industry term crap tech crap tech uh, <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I'm coining that phrase yeah I like uh, that um yeah, it's 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 one of those things. That's why, like, when when you when when you ask a person what's your favorite M3, they'll say, they'll say hands down uh, E46 M3, even though E46 is not an M3 is not the most reliable car. I don't, not the quickest M3 they've ever done. It's not the quickest not, M3 either. No. Um, but they said as a as a driving machine, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. And um and I can I can see that. So, yeah. Yeah, and, I appreciate it. And, and and that had like I mean that was still um, analog steer, um, didn't have electric steering. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was like a real like a driver's car. Um, and a lot of cars these days aren't inverted commas driver's cars. Yep. Um, but yeah, I feel like people don't care as much maybe as they did. What do you think, Alan? Um, I do agree with Ed that a lot of people maybe don't care as much um, about the yeah it being the ultimate driving experience. But I don't know. Maybe due to the fact that the people that are buying them these days, are, I'm not going to say they're part of a uh, certain ethnic group. They might be. <laughs> but, uh, but we don't um, ever generalise. No, purchasing, no. purchasing these cars as a social status symbol, rather than as you know, for the driving machine that they really are. Yeah, but um, I think in general, most of, times, most of the times when you see them, they're just being kind of revved out and, you know, from traffic lights and whatnot, rather than anyone kind of taking them to a nice windy road and actually having a good time with them. It's true. It is a good I, point. I think that in general, though, the the driving population, you know, coming up through the ranks aren't as... They're I don't know. Driver, I, they're not driver focused, are they? I don't see them as being as into cars or as aware of cars and machinery. And maybe that's just because they're so reliable and they don't break down and you don't learn about that stuff. You know, you don't need to learn about yeah. that stuff. Whereas 30 years ago, 40 years ago, you know, really had to be a bit on top of this machine you were operating because you get a flat tire and you have to change it. You, you know, you have to change it and it does leak oil and it does do this and it does break down or you snap a fan belt, whatever. You know, and so you kind of grew up in this era of knowing a bit about cars yeah. or someone in the family knowing about cars. Now you really don't have to know about it. It's got a seven-year warranty and a five-year service plan and it's made of plastic and it works. It works, yeah. You know, it doesn't – you don't have to get into it as much as you maybe did. You should, anyway. You should coin that phrase. It's made of plastic and it works. It's made of plastic and it works. <laughs> I mean, put it this way. Like, my brother and I, like, like you know, car fans, my sister, you know, bless her. Like, I, she's awesome, but – um, when it comes to cars, she 
it's just kind of like, oh, as long as it gets me from A to B, I don't, I don't particularly care. Yep. So like, she doesn't check her oil. She doesn't like we we, we make we make her do these things. And, yeah. And no, no matter how many times you show her, it still ends up being me or <laughs> yeah, checking yeah. it and and booking it in to get serviced. I mean, which which she does get it serviced. You know, credit to her for that. But just look at the sticker. Just look at the sticker. Look at the sticker. But you know, check your oil, uh, Clarissa, if you're listening. Which you're not. She's actually on holiday in Queensland, having a good time, and I'm mm. stuck here at work. <laughs> But it's all part of the fun. Um, we'll get some car updates before we get into our topic of the night. Car updates. Car updates. What have you got, Matthew? Uh, so the Merc is back. It's back. It's alive. It's on the road. Um, after, is it ever? After, I know. After its two-month for, hiatus. For a limited time. Shut <laughs> <laughs> um, Filling in for the role of Adrian tonight is Alan. Alan, yes. <laughs> uh, f- filling in for, um, uh, f- for, the, for the constant bagging of my motor vehicles. Uh but yeah, so and what was the why was it off the road? So the listeners, why, f- why fuel was issue, it? wasn't it off the road? <laughs> fuel issues and um, like spark and it's just it it needed like a good going over. So um, it's got a new new distributor cap, new rotor, um, the actual fuel um, like distributor mechanism that's right next to the um, throttle body. Has all been you know because it's not injectors you were saying to me it's not, it's it's an actual piece it's not it's, the injectors itself it's like the the fuel whatever they call it it's like a massive injector that that kind of like spins the fuel and gives it to all the and then that, that shares it with all the little injectors yes yeah correct it's the mothership the mothership what are they called what's that Star Wars ship what's that called uh, the um, Starship Enterprise or something no, that, that, that's no, where, that, no. that's geez. the Death Star you're our, on the Death Star our, that um, one. Our, uh, our Star Wars and Star Trek listeners are going to kill you right now. I don't know. I'm not nerdy about that stuff. I'm nerdy about cars. I don't know this. <laughs> you know, what's the one that Darth Vader's on? The Death Star. Death Star, yeah. Yeah, that one. It's like the Death Star, you know, and then giving it the big mothership. It is. And <laughs> <laughs> so now that that's fixed, because um, the, car, the car obviously sat for like two months because, you know, I had to. Yeah. It, it was a while. Um, so I was like, you know, I'll get the LTD on the road while this gets fixed. But I had to book it into this place that specializes in you know, doing all this sort of stuff. And you were saying they were very good. Very good. Yeah. Like the, you know, you know, because you think, and I said to you last week when we were talking about it, um, it's a fuel injected car. It's mechanical fuel injection. It's pretty mechanical. You yeah. know, there's not a whole lot you can tweak on that. If an injector's bad, you replace it or you replace them all or whatever. But I sort of assumed that in a car like that, you know, if it's got good spark plugs and a distributor like you and whatever, it just works. Yeah. But there are all these things that they were tweaking and adjusting and checking on that car that you said made a huge difference. Yeah. So basically, um, it, it runs like, it's like a Bosch K-Tronic. Um, yeah. It sounds um, right. Yeah. So he, in his words, he's like, these were his bread and butter like you know, 10, 20 years ago. Um, like, and they're, they're, this place has been around for a long time, like over 30 years. Yeah. Um, so the issue with 124s and um, 201s and, and stuff with, with, you know, with that. Benzes with, from the 80s. Benzes from the 80s. Or 70s slash 80s, you'd yes, say. Yes, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It, um, th- th- I believe they're running, the, they still run the same, the same like, yeah, kind of, kind of injectant. Uh, I think for that time period, yes. Yeah. I think similar. He's like, look, they're very reliable, but when they break, they kind of break and there's no, in, there's no in between. And, and, and they're, at, they're at this age where is that, um, like to replace that actual whole unit, it's, it's worth more than the car. Yeah. So people just kind of scrap the cars, even though they're still a pretty good car. Yeah. So, um, it's a lot of fine tuning. He's like, it's a mechanical system. So it's not electronically controlled. Um, which means that it's, it's, I mean, just imagine fiddling with a carby, but an injected version of that. Yeah. So, so you know, like uh, adjusting the idle and, and. So he's doing idle and mixture and. Mixtures, yeah. Richness and, and you, so you're saying, I'm um, like, I'm um, probing it up the exhaust pipe. Yeah. Um, to check oxygen levels. Yeah. Or so to, to check Burn the air, levels. Air, air fuel mix, uh, mixture. So, so the, the actual, it'll be going back on the dyno on Monday. 
Yeah. Uh, this, this upcoming Monday, and they're going to, again, probe it. Um, and <laughs> it reminds me of South Park where Cartman was getting anal probed <laughs> by some alien. God damn it, guys. It can't be anal probed again. <laughs> Remember that? Did you see that episode? I love Cartman. <laughs> Cartman. Dude, we should just do a South Park episode. The South s- Park. S- school oh, cars. I can only do Cartman and um, Kyle Broslovsky's mum, you know. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, Kyle. You know. That's what? pretty damn good. <laughs> Dude, you watch South Park, Alan? I do. I, I love it. This was, I was like, I agree. We should just change this episode to South Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, South Park talk with uh, with Ed. Yeah, let's talk about your uh, bargain basement cars. Uh, so um, <laughs> we're saying the yeah gets anal probed again, and then and then he's gonna uh, like finally fine tune fine tune yes. mixtures. So basically, it's running really rich at at Idol, um, but w- but when you but when you're giving it to it, it's it's really really good. Like I mean, you drive the well, other day. Well, I took it for a little fang last Saturday night because um, the mechanic said, you know, give it a really good, a good run, run. And, yeah. and oh, I did give it a good run down on the highway and back, and gave it a boot full a few times, and it was a lot smoother than when I first drove it, um, which made me think. I said to Matt, "Well, my two, the sedan and yeah. the coupe, with the same motor, pretty much just the, just that stroke. stuff's never been looked at on them, never been touched. So uh, you know, the fact that you can uh, tweak this stuff and adjust it, I'm thinking I should just book them in and get them done. They might be all right, but they could be better. Yeah, I always want it to be better. Well. Here's the thing. I was gonna. I was gonna say. Wait till my car gets done on Monday. Oh, yeah. And I can wait. That's fine. And then test it from there. And then if, if yeah. you're like, well, this is like a massive difference. Yeah. Then then I. I We're think, on. I, I think. I think it's it's a hot job. But it's like they're very. It's like they're very hard to. They're not hard to tune, but they're very hard to to make them run right. So you, he's like, you like to make them run a little bit richer than than two yeah. lean. He's like, just because. Uh, when you when you give it a bootful, especially if the, when they start in second gear, these cars, yes, um, you want them to like if you want to give it, you make it start in first, like they can just go straight away. Um, so w- with that in mind, it actually got me really thinking. I'm like, this is probably why it's been you know down bogging down low and like the revs have been dropping. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like when, when it's up on the open road now, it's it's, re- oh, it's silky lovely. smooth, very so, nice. So um, that's the Merc back. Merc's back. LTD um, running nicely. It is, yes. So basically, I dropped off the the Merc today to get, um, just now actually about an hour ago to get just to get an oil change, um, because it's running alright, and to get the heater looked at because it's constantly stuck on at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he's going to look at that. Um, and the power steering pump has got a leak, and that's starting to piss me off. But it, it, it's it's nothing bad that the cut. So I'm I'm probably going to leave that one for a little just bit. Top it up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I've got so I've got like two bottles in the boot of the car. <laughs> Um, but that's the, that's the only place where it's leaking from. So I picked yeah. up the LTD because I got the LTD um, full coolant flush, and you know, just because because it was, had a bit, you know, it was pretty rusty and disgusting in there. So, well, didn't um, it end up all over the mechanic? He it was did. saying like it like it, it backwashed or something, and you know, went all over. Bang! He's <laughs> just like this bloody car. He, he to, for some context, um, uh, uh, Alan Alan knows my mechanic. He's you can imagine what Ratner was like, Alan. Like, uh, the, the amount of profanities used. Um, <laughs> But uh, so he's like, look, run it with water to get all the stuff out of it yeah, for, like, yeah. for the first couple of weeks, which I did. I drove, I drove the crap out. I put two thousand k's on it. Oh wow! Um, so then, then he's done. I took it back. He's like, he's like, I only told you to put five hundred. I didn't tell you to put two thousand k's on it. Yeah, whatever. So, um, so that's um, had a full full flush. Um, he went over everything, made sure it's all okay. Um, he's like to me though. When cars, for example, sit for so long, yeah. and you start to drive them, then some issues start to arise. Of course. And he's like, so um, your front shocks are starting to weep a little bit, mm. which kind of makes sense because um, there's been a little bit of a squeak, and I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah. I thought ball joint when I drove it. So but- did I. 
Um, and he had a look. He's like, no, all the ball joints are fine because they're brand new on the Yeah, okay, okay. So he's like, yeah, it's just, he's like, it's no biggie, but just, you know. Because it's sitting nicely, that car. It, lo- it is. It, it looks like the shocks aren't that old. You know, most of those are, are real saggy baggy, but it, it sits really nicely. Yep. Um, oh, I'll just drive it whatevs, you know. That's I mean, it. a little bit of a squeak, it might settle in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's not only that's an emergency fix. Like, you know, nah. I'd rather have I'd rather have my coolant and yeah, you know, it and might fix itself. You know, sometimes these car problems they just fix themselves. Just just give it a whack a couple of times. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> she'll be right. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. What about you, Alum? Car updates with you? Uh, no big updates. Um, I was afraid that the Rex U wasn't going to start after sitting entire week in the cold, but one week. Up first speed. One week. That's nothing. Of course, it'll start. Hey, it's an old battery, right? No, oh, okay. battery's not actually that old. Maddie actually helped me replace it. I did. But, did uh, you chop out with that? I, I left my yeah. Discovery for five months with the battery still <laughs> connected. On. Yep. Ba- two cranks, bang, started like it always does. That's weird. It's hey, an it English gets, car. It gets five to minus months. three here. So, <laughs> and um, it's, the car isn't garaged. It's carported. Oh, okay. So, carported. Yeah, I mean, oh, one week. Well, you know, you've done well. Um, look, yeah. we get we get to Ed's cast uh, car updates right after this, and we get into our topic. We've got to go to a oh, quick okay, break. Okay. We'll be right back after this. You're back on Car Talk, uh, Ed. Car updates with you. Car updates. Um, 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 I'm trying to think of any. What have I been doing? You got another city, City Desk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did. I bought another Honda City. Uh, you put is... a fair few cars in the last couple. Of weeks. <sighs> yeah, there's been a few coming and going. So Honda City, uh, little '80s hatchback. You know. Cool. K-Car. Cool yeah. Cool. Very cool. But I've never had a yellow one. So this one's bright yellow. It's called Galley Gallo, I think. It's like a limey, greeny yellow. It's really... It's fluorescent. Like, a, yeah. imagine a yellow fluorescent texture. No, yeah, it's that colour. Yeah, well, you've seen it. You know. I have. It's, it um, is cool. But it's rare because it's an auto, or as they call it in the, in the trade, Honda-Matic. So I didn't know that the Honda-Matics shifted the way they do, like you were telling me. Look, you can... The Honda-Matic has a, a low, and then a star, and then an OD overdrive. Yeah. So you've got kind of like gear one, two, three. But you're meant to move it yourself. You're not meant to just put it in star and let it do its thing, because it puts a bit more strain on the motor. It won't start in first. So you, you, you're actually meant to... It was kind of like a halfway house between a full auto and a... You know, and a, and a manual. Yeah. So um, I think a lot of people who drive them just go, oh, yeah, put it in star because it doesn't say D. It's got a little, little picture of a star next to it. You put it in that and, and off you go, which it will go oh, yeah. in that, but it's not good for the transmission. They say you should go first, second, and overdrive sort of thing. Um, oh, see, I've never heard of an auto like to ever do go. that. Yeah. Uh, so that's Honda-Matic. Honda-Matic, um, yes. Lovely little car. You know, no rust in it, very straight, mm. tinted windows. It needs a bit, a little bit of love on the brakes. I ended up getting it. And here's a little plug for RECV because I've got total care. So I picked it up, drove it like back to my friend's house, and there was no, almost no brakes. Like, and not even the handbrake. Normally, you can sort of reef that yeah. on and get by. But I was like, yeah, this is not great. And from his house back to home is, is a long, long way. So I was like 40-minute drive. And I was like, yeah, no. the brake going to the floor and no handbrake. I think I'll uh, RAC with Total Care tow that. So I had it towed to my house. I was like, I should use this more often. This is great. It's pretty good. Yeah. Any car. You can be in any car. As long as, as, long as you're in the as car. As long as I'm there. Yeah, yeah. you've got to be there to be there. So that was great. So that's the city. I've got a friend that wants an auto, so that may go his way we will see but i want to make it perfect with brakes and timing belt and you know we'll get all that stuff make sure done it's, make sure it's really yeah, running sweet as pie um what else there was a forester that came and went through the business that wa- needed the heads done 
uh, very common on Foresters or Subarus Subarus of any general general Subaru. Um, Problem with this 09 model is that the... The motors for whatever, whatever way it's designed, you can't pull the heads off with the motor in the car, whereas older Subi Liberties and whatever, there's enough space on the boxer engine to pull them out sideways and, and fix them and put them back on. So, of course, the labour goes right up if you do that, and it's full motor out, blah blah So that's like a, you know, I was quoted sort of three to four and a half grand from different people that I where I rang around to do that. Ended up selling it to a mechanic friend of mine who's who's just going to drive it, and he'll do that, you know, when he, when he, gets, really- a, when he gets a minute. But um, yeah, interesting. Interesting to learn that. I mean, I'd heard of this, but I didn't know it was a motor out job. So it was good to learn that. But the car drove perfectly; it never overheated or anything. It was just weeping oil out the heads, which you get online, and it's every bloody Subaru yeah. of that generation. Just you know, if it hasn't happened, it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Yeah, you're gonna do it. But otherwise, great car. It drove really well. It, it, I drove it. It drove um, very nicely. Yeah. Uh, what else? So Subi Honda City. Uh, oh, I drove my mate's CRX, not my car, but um, I drove his – he's fitting electric brakes to the Discovery so I can pick up my vintage caravan in a short amount of few weeks. How is that going? I haven't heard from them. I'm, I'm assuming it's going well, but um, – and I don't know if we've discussed that, but they're basically – it's a 63 fiberglass van, very original. And when I mean original, I mean very original. Like it had 60s. vacuum brakes from the 60s and weird stuff going on so they're they're retrofitting it with electric brakes and you know new tires painting the wheels put a hitch on it that fits a modern car because it was an old imperial two-piece tow ball oh, yeah. um just stuff that had never been done in 56 years to you kind of got to make it safe so and i got a question that's what you. we're doing you're uh, a man of originality and this is not original I, I know i know but it has to be safe to tow you know i don't want to be Towing that thing to – not that I plan on towing it much, but I don't want to be towing it somewhere and going, you know, uh, yeah, I can't stop or it's blowing sideways and I can't control it. Or, you know, yeah, I'm a bit more fussy. I thought there. that's half the fun about towing. Yeah. It's, it's a danger associated dangerous. with it. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it should, be, a, it should be an Olympic sport, really, shouldn't yeah, that's it? that's an important part. Towing with no brake lights, towing with no chains, you know, Olympic sport. How long will it stay on for? <laughs> um. So my mate's fitting electric brakes to the Discovery, and he's got a little 88 CRX. And so I said, well, that needs to go on club plate. So I was yeah. like, well, I'll drive the CRX back to town, put it in for a roadworthy, get all that stuff done, and um, essentially, yeah, get it get it moving. It sat out at his house for a while. So that was fun. That's a go-kart. You know, so fanging around in this little 88. Manual CRX. You know, they're so low and so fun to drive. It was great. Needs a bit. needs the timing tweaked. It was a bit pingy, but other than that, Sweet little car. Is that rain? I think that is rain. Yeah, okay, this is what I had on the way over. This is the gale force conditions over the Balti has now finally hit the studio. <sighs> My LTD is going to have a hole. Nasty. Uh, anyway, that's that's another that's another story. Does it leak the LTD? Uh, on heavy rain, a little bit. Yeah. Where from? Top of the window. Beautiful. Right onto the everywhere. electronic dash. <laughs> it's like the art centre, the front windows of the art centre where, you know, the water's <laughs> just paused, the water wall pours down. Oh, God. And then the velour here. gets wet, then it's soggy, and then it gets mouldy, and oh, moss starts growing. Don't say that. Please. You need a dehumidifier. It's got seat covers on there now. It's, it's got... Um, so oh. it's, yeah. On both front seats. Both front seats now. Okay. Yes. Anyway, that's my car updates. I'll shut up. Cool, cool. Now, very good, very good. Good to hear about those updates. Um, so tonight's topic, Edward. Tonight's topic. Well, I think you came up with this topic, not me. I but did. It's, is it good value cars up to ten grand? Is that what you yeah. decided? Yeah, I, I think like like 
best value cars. Good for, cars for ten up grand. To ten grand. Yeah. You got ten grand, no more. What are you going buy? Yeah. So uh, I told I told Alan this on Sunday night, and he's like, "Yep, he'll 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 be down for the for this episode." Lovely. Um. So we'll go around the room first. Um. Edward, first car. The first car on my list. On your list. Well, I couldn't quite just come up with a, a, a random list, so I came. I had to group them into subgroups. Yeah, fair enough. So I've got best small cars, best medium, best large, best SUV, best sports, best prestige and luxury. Oh, very nicely done. Nicely done. <laughs> so, I don't know why. Well, we'll start with small. Yeah. If you it. have 10 grand to spend and you want a small car, you cannot go past, in my opinion, a Mazda 2. A Suzuki yeah. Swift, big fan of the Swift. You, you can get a Sport these days. Pretty, yeah, pretty exactly. Good. You can absolutely, yeah. uh, or a Honda Jazz. So if you want a little car, you for ten grand will get a pretty fresh one of those. Like you, you're talking maybe four or five years old, but you know fifty thousand k's on it, sixty thousand k. Pretty, like, a pretty mint one. It will last you forever. Uh, for nine grand, I've seen Jazzes, you know, thirty thousand k's on them and stuff. Just good. they are not old cars. They are not worn out. They've got plenty of life in them. So there's no excuse. And any of those will just work. And work. They're plastic, work. they'll work. They'll, you know, like I said. Is that what I said? They're plastic, is, they'll yeah. work before. We've got to coin that term. Yeah. So that's my, the, my small car three top picks would be Mazda 2, <clears throat> Honda Jazz. Now, I mean, you've got things like a Yaris in there as well. But I just don't like them as much, quite frankly. You know? Fair enough. I think they're a bit more boring and a bit more plasticky and they don't feel as nice to drive. The, the, I, I've been in a, like a latest gen Yaris. Not the greatest thing. No. Doesn't, Doesn't do much for me. Yeah. I had a Starlet years ago. I liked that. I liked the Echo that had some quirky, you know, like the, the Central Speedo. Dash, and yeah. They are a cool little design. Um, but Garris is just leaving me a bit cold, you know, a bit appliance-like, like some Toyotas are. Yes, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So that's my small. What about you? Alan, well, we'll go to Alan. Oh, Alan, okay. Alan, what do you got? All right, first car. Under ten grand, it's a Subaru WRX um, because they're just great cars. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Because they're great cars. Because I like it. Because they're hectic. <laughs> hey, hey, don't you be disrespecting on that. <laughs> they're um, pretty, pretty choice cars for anyone that's looking for a bit of fun. Um, they are good value yeah. though. Great, it's on my list under the sports category. I had WRX. You know that it's the bug eye shape, isn't it? We're talking. That, oh, you can get um, the the, or the one before the, the one. Uh, you, GCA's early ones are getting up in price now. Yeah, yeah. But you can still get them under ten grand. Um, bug guys, you get under ten grand all day. Yeah. Blob eyes, you get under ten grand all day. Blob eyes. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, that's a shame. Even the hawk eyes, um, some of them you can Hawkeyes. definitely get under. Ooh, that see, that that'd be an interesting proposition because did, did the hawk eye um, non STIs have the two point five? They had the, or were they all two liters until on this STI? Um, let's see. Because I, I know, because I know that the all the Blobbys were up until Blobby were two liter, and even though even the STI was two liter, and then Hawkeyes went to two point five for the STI, but I wasn't sure if it was two point five for the actual WRX as well. So mm. would would be interesting because that's when the, the issue started to to the arise. Issues the issues started to arise. They did. They did. Head gasket. Head gasket. Head, head gasket. Head gasket. Bit of oil burning thrown in uh-huh. for good measure. Something they, they a little more on the uh, worky <laughs> side. You can get some XR8s um, for under ten. Uh, they're usually BS and BAs, but it's pretty good. Yeah, some XR8 It's a lot of cars. It's a lot got, of car. You got you know a good amount of sportiness to it. You got a rumbly V8, and you've also got some utility. Yeah. Well, you know, for that one one slab of VB, you get. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you say you say them, but I found today a VZ. Um, 
uh, a VZ what's Maloo with like 140,000 Ks on it for That's good. for a grand. It's a lot of car. It's a lot of car for the money. I mean, it's a, it's a freaking Maloo. Like it's 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 collectible. It's, it is a collectible in car in some circles. Yes, in some circles, <laughs> N- not in the Edward circle, but no, it, but in some in some circles. Um, but like I, I was thinking, holy crap! You can get, if you can get a Maloo for under ten grand, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, uh, just 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 quickly, sorry to hop back to the, the Subaru. No, by means. You can actually start getting the um, the newer models, like the two thousand eights. Some of them with a bit high Ks. Sneaking Some of them under are, ten. Um, available for about ten grand or so. But that's the. Just, uh, they're the they're the ugly non flared arch ones, aren't they? They're the early ones, like the kind of. Yeah, is that that yeah. sort of fatter shape where I mean, they went a bit more generic? If, you, if you're if you're up for a bit, a bit of a newer car, of course. Mm. You know, um, top tip with those cars, Alan. Buy the second gen of those. Don't buy the first gen because the second the second gen came with the with the bigger, better turbo. The first uh, gens had yeah. the really crappy turbo that. Um, I mean, They're mate, very generic looking shape, aren't they? Those they just they don't like if you didn't have badges on it, you wouldn't know it was a Subaru. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. On yeah, that. It could be a Kia, it could be a, it could be anything generic. It's just you know how you say do Kia. You know what I mean? My friend, who's a massive WRX WRX fan, I already get him in because he just had a WRX build. Um, he like we went to high school together, and he's yeah. like to me when the new one came out, we were still in high school. Well, that model in particular, that one, yeah. And he's like, it looks like. A Kia Rio and uh, Ford Focus had a baby. Exactly right. And that's what's produced. Exactly right. And I'm like, you know what? You're not they wrong. They really lost me with that car. Yeah. You know, WRXs were quite distinctive up until then. And then they, you just went, oh, what's that? No. Not, but good value for under 10. You're right. Crack, right crack a car for under 10. I had a 350Z as well. You can get them under 10 grand. Under 10. That's they were mainly that orange terracotta colour that yeah. probably isn't as popular. But... The, was, uh, there, again, like you said, there was Turek Tractor, uh, the Turek Tractor orange color. I don't know how there's not that many of them getting around Turek. <laughs> but the, the color of the of the skin. Of, oh, uh, the color of the skin. The yes, driver. Yes, the fake tan. The fake Absolutely. Tan. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Yes, yes. Um, so the 350Z, uh, the first one they did, yeah, yeah. Not, not the 370. Yeah, there were a handful under 10 grand on car sales. I looked today. Manuals. Manuals, and they were a corker motor. Yeah. Strong, strong engine. Yeah, V6 3.5. 3.5 yeah. um, my friend had one, and he loved the thing. It was a track edition with leather and heated seats. And Brembo's would have came with as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's right. And um, it was black with the tan, and it was a really sweet thing to drive. He ended up, here's a naughty story, he ended up losing third gear. It might have been, Was it second or third? can't remember. I think it was third. Um, as in third gear disappeared. There was no third gear because he'd slammed it through the gears so much. Far out. Um, They're supposed to be unanimously amazingly strong, those gearboxes. Yeah, not <laughs> did he break not it? with his treatment. And <laughs> he ended up trading it in on the current car he has, which is a Mazda 6 wagon. He went all sensible because he has dogs and things. And, um, yeah, he sort of didn't mention that when he traded it in. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's a good car. Yeah, great car. And, and they didn't sort of test drive oh, it. So it's like, oh, well, buyer beware, they say. Yes. Yeah. There you go. That, that, that's the old... Bye-bye uh, 350Z. The old dealer trick at the Mind you, I smashed him once. I had a BMW 320 diesel from work, and we, we had a little uh, drag off of the in traffic Mexico, lights. In Mexico, of course. Yeah, in Mexico. And um, <laughs> and he was... It was wet, so he didn't have as much you know, grip in that thing. But yeah, I beat him in the 320 diesel automatic off in a straight line. That's hilarious. Yeah. The talk. <laughs> it's all that talk. Uh, and, he, and he was like, that's it. I'm selling it. <laughs> What the three fifty Z's are supposed to be like a good lot six or six. They're or so quick, so, yeah. They're, they're quick, cars, but yeah. he just—I he, think it was the traction he struggled, yeah. and he probably had, I think, at the time, cheap Chinese tires on it, which didn't help. No. Anyway, so three fifty Z I had WRX is on the sports list done. 
What about you, Matthew? Me, my list. Well, um, under ten grand can get you some other sports cars that that like I've got a new appreciation for. Oh, MX fives. It's right up there on mine too. MX five tick. MX five. Uh, you can get. I mean, NA's like a clean NA. You're pushing over ten, but an NB is still a cracking car. Great car. Um, and you can get a you can get a really minter one for like five six. Yeah, six seven eight. You get a. I mean, you still get NA's under ten definitely. Yeah. Um, most of them have been modded and tweaked and a bit faded and blah blah. But NB's you get yeah really nice car all day. You'll, you'll get one yep. under under, yep. under six seven grand. So. Cool car. Talk about fifty fifty weight. That's what they are. Your MX-5. Batteries in the boot. It is. I, I didn't know that until you told me that. Yeah. That's, that's a Batteries in the boot. Keep a bit of weight back there. That's a car talk trivia. I should, mm-hmm. should, should put that on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, after driving yours, Edward, I'm, yeah, I really... The NA. Really, what were your impressions of the NA? I really liked it. I mean, it, it's got no power at all, but... What do you mean it's got no power? It goes. Are you hearing this, Alan? <laughs> I, now I'm getting I'm attacked. Surprised. <laughs> now I'm getting attacked. Alan's a man who hates the S2000. So, oh, so he he hates it with hates a passion. With a passion, he's like, it is the most pointless car. He's like, if you take driving it normally, it has got no power until you rev the absolute yeah, nuts it, off it. It does need. To, I mean, that's a that's a rare case of it really does need to rev. You that need car. to beat the crap out of it. Yeah. Um, I like the design of an S two thousand very much, and I think it's held the test of time. And they did a good job of that. They and it, the prices are going up. They're up into the twenties now. You know, my mate bought one for seventeen some years ago. Not anymore. You know, they're they're twenty five for a good one, sort of thing. Oh, I didn't know they were going up by that much. Yeah, they're, they're up there. Um, but yes, you'd be surprised what some people like to pay for trash. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's none of my business. So, so my MX five, Matthew, no power. Uh, it's got what the, other it, comments? It's got. It, look, it, it, I'll take that back. It's got. It's got power. It's got. It's. It's only a sixteen hundred. So you're still going to have power suitable for its intended. For its size. Car, your purpose, you and know. you know what? With um, with two quite tall gentlemen driving in, in, in the drivers and passenger seat, it's we do weigh the car down. Two uh, hairdressers uh, going out for a, a summer lunch, summer yeah. Lunch. Top down, wind blowing. <laughs> Was there enough power for that? Probably not. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Lovely gearbox when it's warm. Yeah, um, tight. Yeah, it's very tight, very snick snick. Lovely car to drive, and you know if if this is what this steering? is what they do. What about steering? Steering just it's so direct. It's mm. it's like um. It, it's telepathic in, in the, like, and I hate to use that that word, but it is. You just mm. you, you barely touch on it, and it's darting, it's darting this way and that way. Um, so that's got me keen on possibly you know looking at in the future. Oh, uh, an SE, so like a turbo version, an NB, NB SE, which are which are still holding value. There are you can't get them under ten, but um, what are they? Are they mid teens somewhere? Uh, mid to low to mid teens, low to mid, mm. and they've they've been there for a while. We'll do some haggling. Yes, because we'll uh, I, I I do think that that'd be a that'd be a yeah I'd recommend it yeah really really cool do car. it um, but MX five all day yeah loved it and it's you know it's so fun to rev out and so fun to drive yeah I can see why I, I can see why people and hairdressers alike like them <laughs> <laughs> mind you if you look worldwide it ain't just hairdressers driving MX five that is There's true a, didn't you you had someone who came to your house and he had like five of them or yeah something. yeah yeah one of the builders he was, he was like a full like massive tradie bloke like you know um, yeah. For like you know, dad bod and and um, you know drives a you know he had a brand new Ranger um, uh, Raptor yeah and he's like he's like oh yeah he's like whose racing seats are they in the in your in the back that's right that's I'm right like, and then oh. you got onto it yeah and we just started talking about cars and he's he's, he's like oh yeah I got five MX fives I'm like you got f- like, what you got five MX fives I got I got a dirty fetish for MX fives <laughs> <laughs> he's got like two track Don't ones tell anyone I can't get enough of them. <laughs> 
They're great. Oh, they're great. I had I had um, Prelude VTIRs. Oh, forgot in, about those. And Integras. You know, they're they're nice. You know, I mean, okay, they're not that sporty. Some of them, but um, you can get a Tegra Type R. Yeah, you can get a Type R for under ten in the earlier generations. DC DC two um, was the early one. DC five mm. was the one that they actually sold here from, mm. from memory, like, like a like not you know not a grain port. Yeah. yeah. Um, DC twos overseas in America are just ridiculous. Like they're like yeah, 30, yeah. 40 grand cars now. Um, but here you can still get them for like the ten grand mark, yeah. and I think that's that's good buying. Yeah, great car. Um, and they're, they're, they're actually they're, they're motorsport. They've got a seam molded chassis. They're they're like they're fully they're proper. they're a pro, they're a homologated race car. So yeah, yeah. Um, if you want something that's like and that were classified to be the best front wheel drive handling car in the world at the time. Yes. Um, by all means, yeah. Good so car. there's this nice selections there for someone on a with a bit of a sporty palette. I do I do I do like it. Um, there's, there's there's quite a good uh, like you said like under ten grand you can get a ton of things. It's um. Some other cars I noticed, a bunch of Audi TTs. Now, obviously, whether or not you want to be seen in an Audi TT is a different thing, but <laughs> overall, it's you know a relatively good car for the kind of performance you get and the you know like earlier two thousand kind of models. You get quite a few of them. Are we on car sales for under ten? Are we talking quattro turbos or are we talking just like you know front wheel drive? Yeah, yeah, quattro turbos. It's not bad. I mean, any I, d- I deliberately didn't put too many euros in my list because we I was coming at it with the the thought pattern of best value cars under oh, yeah. ten grand, and then I thought, eh, and I did think of TT, and then I went, oh, value though might be cheap to buy, not, not necessarily cheap to keep maintain. on the road, <laughs> but they're stylish, you know, yeah. they, they present well, they've got nice leather and a, you know accoutrements in them. And, I like the interiors in them. Yeah, they, they've and the doors well. go thunk, and you know there are things to like about a TT. But um, it's, it's just been designed with like with a protractor. It's been just yeah, like yeah, oh, that's hump, right, with a protractor. Hump, hump. <laughs> well, I remember early on they did something. You know, they were spinning early on, and they made they modified the rear end so that they had a spoiler that popped up. Oh, yeah. You know, to stop them getting light in the rear. Because apparently, because apparently, um, I remember watching them like early Top Gear days, like early like new Top Gear days. Yeah, yeah. So, um, they had horrendous um, understeer. Yeah, and they were they were very light in the rear end, and, yeah. and that's when that's when they that's got, when that's they when went they to that down. modified rear pop up spoilery thing. But I, you know, if you rock up in a TT in the right color now, it's it still looks money. It does um, most people wouldn't think you pay under ten grand for that? I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe you told me you can TT yeah. for under. 10. You know what else? Oh, one's just come to mind. First gen SLK. Really, I like those, and they are under ten. It'd Not be, all of them. It'd be a four cylinder one. It wouldn't be. Yeah, like, like a two thirty. Yeah, two thirty. Yeah. You know, like a supercharged two thirty. They went well. Yeah. Um, and they present well, and they, they were the first that really did that mechanical folding roof, metal roof too, metal yeah. roof into the boot in a little sports car like that. Like the Americans were doing it back in the fifties, but yeah. this was that was it. when they came out. I remember that they were like oh, the hundred grand to buy one, and it was like, whoa, mama, new SLK looks the shit, and it's got the bulges in the. In the bonnet, bonnet, you know, yeah, those twin too. bulges. Um, build quality, not amazing, but still good. And I think if you took that to the right service guys, you would have an okay run out of one of those. And like seven grand, eight grand, nine grand. How much were you, how much were you looking at for like the like the V6 supercharged ones? Cause, cause oh, I don't know. What, what was that? Because you had the, the 200 was your base banger. Base, yeah. Then you had the SLK 230 supercharged. Full cylinder as well. Yep. Then what they go to a 320? It was a 320, yeah. Which was a, a V6. V6 and with a supercharger. Um, you don't see many of them. I don't know what they're worth. The, they, they were quite expensive. I was looking at them a while ago. and I'd have to look those up. 
But did many of them come manual? That's that's the big question. A handful, yeah. I have seen them, but not many. Not many, yeah. I mean, as a manual, I reckon that'd be a cool car. Even as an auto. I mean, it's a bit hairdressery, but, you know, I would I would rock one, but then, you over know, I like those kind of cars. Probably not over the MX-5, but as a daily or something, it'd be a great thing. It's better than a Z3. Z3 is more of a driver's car. Yes. They do handle that. You know, talk about BMW 5050. They do have that. In that fact, they should be on the list, really. A nice little Z3 for under 10 grand is, is not a bad thing. With the right motor, though. You yeah, with the, oh, with, the, with the six, ideally. Yeah. You'd you, have the six. You don't want it with the... Yeah, 28i or something. You don't want the little 1.9. Like in GoldenEye, you know, they had James Bond yeah, drove yeah. that aqua-coloured one. That was a 1.9. Because uh, they... Well, they didn't have... The six wasn't out then. Okay. You know, so he was fanging along and it's like, yeah, you're, you're not really... You're not really going fast. You're not really going that fast. <laughs> CGI graphics or something. Yeah, oh, um, So, yeah, early SLK. I mean, imagine if you had, you know, you open up your garage and you've got a first-gen SLK that's in magma red or something, you know, oh, looking God. hot. Yeah. And then you had, um, rather than silver, because 98% of them were silver. It was so boring. I like them in the yellow. Oh, God, yeah. I know the yellow. The yellow was like... Pr- it's real bright yellow. It's a bright yellow. But, like, if you're actually in person, they actually look good. If you had a black TT and a yellow or a red SLK in your garage and you'd paid twenty grand, under 20 grand for the pair... See... It's not, bad. Yellow, it's not bad. The yellow SLK screams that you're like a low-income single dad that's having a midlife crisis. <laughs> and Whereas a red is like, you know, sporty and exotic. But isn't red cars supposed to, inverted commas, go faster? Yes, yeah. But no, that's like, that would be your midlife crisis car because it's just like, well, I'm going to have a sports car and it's going to be red. <laughs> keep, keep in mind low-income. That's very important. <laughs> yeah, yellow, low-income. The only oh, yellow right. car I condone is a Mini Moke. Californian from the late seventies, yeah. early eighties. I want one of those in yellow. Yeah. What about WRXs in mean, that piss yellow? Nah. Really? Too. It's too wimpy that yellow. It needs to be a good colour on a Rex. Fair enough. Anyway, Alan, you were saying? Cars. I'm going to throw something collectible into the mix. Ooh, here we go. Um, we've got some HSE VXRs. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. There's, ex- there's exactly three, and they're all available in Victoria. Mm. Uh, you know what they are, uh, yes. Yeah, two of them for seven, and one of them for 9900 That's a lot of are car they, for the money. Probably, so this is VX. Down if you're a shrewd negotiator. Um, but, yeah, and I'd say that would be something quite collectible as time goes on. You know, the so VXR tell, tell me more about that. So it's a it's VX an Astra. Commodore. No, it's an Astra. Yes. Oh, it's an Astra. Yeah, VXR Astra. Oh, I, I know they did an HSV Astra. I didn't yeah. know that's what it was that's what called. It was called yeah. Okay. So they are, I mean, they were quite spastic when they were new. Like, they just had immense power and immense yeah. Front drive. Front driver, immense torque steer. Turbo. Turbo, two liter. Um, I reckon they looked hot. Like, is that the family two engine? Is that that engine? Um, I'm not too sure. No. Uh, Adam would know. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. he's the Astro guy on the show. But um, they, in, the, in that blue, looked really hot. And they had like a championship edition, which was like a white one. Yeah. They're a very rare car and quite sought after. So, so quite quick. Very quick. But being an Astra, not screwed together brilliantly. No, not 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 a not a well made car. No, but still, but good value under ten. Under ten, um, if you're wanting, a, you know, cheap thrills, by all means. Nice. What about um, medium sized cars? Ooh, medium sized cars. Look, we're gonna get to our next break. We'll be right back with medium cars after this. You're back on Car Talk uh, here in 98.9 Northwest FM. Medium sized cars, Ed. Medium cars. What do you buy for under ten grand? Under ten grand. I'm, I mean, I've got, I've got a couple on my list, so I'll, I'll reel one out for you. Um, and, I, and I've said this car many times in the show because I reckon they're a lovely, brilliant car. Mazda 6 MPS. Um, 100%. It's, 
I think but not just. I wouldn't just say the MPS. Mazda I'd six just is a say car. A Mazda six. If you want a car that looks nice, that doesn't break, it's got a timing chain, not a timing Does. belt. But they it, do stretch. Okay, they, they, might, they, they, have, they, have right, they might stretch, but you know, <laughs> we all need to stretch a little. You know, I'm doing it right now. Um, but yeah, good all round car. Bits are easy to get. They're cheap to service. Reliable. Like just, you can't go wrong. Buy a massive. A friend of mine, I helped him buy one recently. He had five grand to spend. He carries a lot of film gear, and he was like, "I need a wagon." And I was kind of going Magna wagon because they're big. You know, if you got a good one that wasn't belching smoke, <laughs> you know, a Falcon wagon was my pick because they're huge. Yeah. Um, one preferably not on gas because then you lose that bit Real of the space. boot because the wheel goes upright and they put the gas in the the down the bottom. Blah blah. Um, hey, you can still do the Falcon. You just take the risk of not carrying a spare with you. Yeah, which is a and he he suggested that and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, play life you'll, on hard mode. you'll be on your way. <laughs> play life on hard mode. <laughs> you'll be on the, on the way to a shoot and, oh, my God, flat tire. Um, so I said Falcon, but they've all done a squillion Ks and they've hold, held their value because they're, they're reliable. Yeah. So he ended up finding, well, I found it, um, a Mazda 6, 04, one owner, 139K, beautiful service history, for five grand, done. That, you know, that's a lot of cars. And the seats, I didn't realise this, but when you're standing in the back of that wagon, you it's got the little thing... Um, Flip knobs either side and of the boot, default. and then the seats just go down for you when you flick the little knobs. I'm like, I didn't know they did that, and they go flat. So many wagons don't go completely flat, and yeah. this thing did. And I was like, it's got cruise. It's just everything works on it because it's a Mazda. I'm like, <laughs> what a what a good car. Yeah, they really nailed that model. I'm a big fan. That, that early Mazda six, like, was kind of a game changer for Mazda because they, yeah. they went all right for Mazda for absolutely. A long time. You know this. Back in the eighties and, and into the early and into the nineties, they had some really nice, you know, they had a great range of cars and they were really popular. Then they went all fleet povo spec, um, generic, and the six two sixes all just became very bland. Because the six two six used to be like, if you had a six two six, like a really nice one, that was money. Like that oh, was, was a, it that was, was a nice, nice car. car. Um, same with the Telstar, Telstar like we've talked yeah. about before. But then they all went and they they were just chasing volume and chasing fleet and what have you and and. Somewhere along the line, someone came up with the Zoom Zoom campaign. The first Master 3 came out. The first Master 6 came out. RX-8. Um, RX-8 Which is came on my out. list as well. Yeah, and suddenly, oh, okay, Mazda are back, and they've never, they've never really looked back. They're, so, they're yeah, killing it. Love it. MPS, the ultimate version of the Mazda 6. If you can find a really, really good one, I reckon it is the best. And this is a big call, but the best car you'll buy in the 10 grand. But there, I've said That's it. That's a very – Matt. I've said it. I've yeah. said it, Ed. Uh, I, don't, I could never say the best, but it's a very good choice. It's what about Honda Accord Euro? That's on my list as well. It is. I mean, you know, I bought my Your wife, wife has one. Yeah. You know, they're great cars, so, but very similar. You know, Japanese, well built, beautiful. There's upper models, there's lower models. You don't get the sports like the Mazda MPS, but I mean, they still go all right. Yeah, two point four liter, yeah. very nice car, and hence a good one is worth. They hold their their money still. This, I mean, like a really nice one. The, the best one in the country is like nine grand. Yeah, for like the early. Yeah, early but you spec. can get them for four, four and a half, five for yeah. a nice car. I mean, we we spent seven on ours and one owner full serve full Honda books everything. Lovely, hundred and forty thousand k's when we bought it. Yeah, great car. It's it's been faultless really. Obviously, and they're a timing chain too. I think they are a chain. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, apart from, I mean, they they do no use, stretch, no stretch on them. <laughs> um. Apart from using a, like, it uses a little bit of oil. Um. But. Nothing major, just mm. like just like like a quart between services, which is really Meh. nothing. Um, I mean, engines are supposed to use all a bit of oil anyway. Uh, it's been it's been a great car, and her, her curses are luxury as well. Like, you know, they are leather, nice, leather. heated seats, yeah. sunroof, alloy wheels, sunroofs. Mm. But you know what? 
in terms of back to back driving them as a six of that that vintage and the, the the Euro, the Euro is a nicer car. It feels more solid, mm. but I like the way that um, the Mazda six drives. Just a little, that, it's that well, little. I had bit- one for a short time. You know, sold it to a friend, but that. Um, yeah, it impressed me. I'd driven them before, but not for any length. And I took that down the country and here and there. And I just was like, this is a nice car yeah. that doesn't look that old for bugger all money. They've aged well. They have. They have. Good car. The update, the 06 update was a you know, smidgen better in the taillights, I think, and what have you. But it was, a, it was just a smidgy update. They didn't do much to it. It wasn't really much of a facelift. No. So we've got Mazda 6. We've got a Cord Euro, medium size. Can't go wrong. What else? Alan? Has Alan got any? Alan, what do you got for medium size? Well, I've got nothing on the medium side. Oh, I mean, what, what does the RX-8 count as? It's a small... That's sports. Sports car. That's a sports car. It likes hey, the red. Hey, they've got, all right, they've got half a passenger door in the back. <laughs> a suicide, a small suicide door. It's, you know, you can get some kids through there. Yeah. Squeeze them a little. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not Australian kids, but... Yeah. <laughs> You could get kids in the back, yes. I've sat in the back of one. Yeah, it was a little tight. But that's a cool, high-revving, rotary, you know, and four grand, five grand. You can, Look, the yeah. best thing to do, I mean, they've all done over 100,000 Ks now, pretty much. Find one that's just hit 100,000 Ks with a blown motor. Mm. That'll be two grand. And what it, do you do with the motor then? Get it get it built by, like, let's say, you know, like a, a rotary, a rotary specialist, rotary and that'll last people. you provided, that'll last you forever. Because they did have problems, the original they did. motors. The, yeah. the, those early Renaissance have had a bit of a bit of issues, but get yeah. it rebuilt, get it get it built properly. Um, like p- places like uh, I think um, uh, Maspro and and stuff. Like yeah. they they they, they kind of they know a rotary. They, yeah, yeah. And, you um, need to go to a rotary person for that. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely with one of those. Um, but like to drive, they're brilliant. Mm. Um, like I drove one because my mom was going to buy one before she bought a Mazda three. <laughs> and better, a better choice. Yeah. In yeah. in terms of. In terms of that, um, yeah. gearbox was lovely. Yeah, revs to like, like just it doesn't stop revving. To be honest with you, and just pulls like an S two thousand, Alum. Yes, Alum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, good car. Um, provided you, as as long, like, it's a car that you buy knowing that you're going to have issues. Yeah, and, but it's an enthusiast car. It's an enthusiast car. Yeah, so. you, I wouldn't recommend it to your every man. No, for your every man though, I would recommend a Orion V six. Yeah, good car. But would that Tough be a large moment. car, though? Well, yeah. Sorry, you're right. It's in my large segment. Because the camera was kind of medium. I skipped ahead. That's all right. But an Orion V6 is a... Medium Civic as well. You know, those um, Civics were good cars. Yeah, but they just looked weird. They did look a bit weird. Wouldn't... I know what you mean. They're a yeah. bit sort of shovely looking or... It was kind of just like... Like a bit melted at the front and the back or something, but I still like... I don't mind them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can agree with that. A friend of mine paid eight for one with done something like seventy or eighty thousand k, not a lot. Manual, you know, it's, it's got climate and ABS and airbags and alloys, and it's good it's car. Really nice little car. What about the uh, the Subaru Liberty? Does that count as medium? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's a medium. It's a good car. You, you can get a good few um, Liberty GTs for less yes. than ten. Yeah, some of them wagons, uh, which I think is a little extra luggage room. Yeah, like it. So, and that, that's always a good time. I love I love the GT wagons, or even the the wagon with the, with the flat six was um was you know quite a ve- quite a very good car. One of those in a manual is a lovely car. Mm. Uh, I know a guy that's got a got a manual wagon version of those, um, and it's it's lovely. It's a really nice car, leather interior, just just a, a well designed car. So big fan of those. Yeah, that's a good pick, Alan. Foresters too. For, you can get tons of Foresters. Yeah, or um, a turbo Forester. 
you can get early turbo foresters. Early turbo. Yeah, so like, oh, like second gen, I should say, like yeah. a, um, SG from memory, I think they're called. Uh, oh, my sister owns one. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's they're a great car. Her car's done 270,000 kilometers. Never. It's, it hasn't been up it's, on blocks. Never. It's actually, it's, my brother's like, he regrets giving it to her because the one he bought was, was worse. <laughs> was worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. But just, yeah, it's good car. Really good car. And not t- bad, good size. Not bad, good size. Um, large. I had Fairlane. Because, well, recently, a friend rang me recently and said um, her partner had passed away and she's got a 04 BA Fairlane gear to sell. Um, good car. Now, I didn't know. I, I mean, I know what they are, but I hadn't really driven one, hadn't been in one, whatever. And I went and looked at this thing and thought, it's got the lovely analog clock up on the dash. It's got black leather. It's um, you dual know, zone silver, dual zone climate, airbags and ABS and all that stuff. And the silky smooth barrow motor, four-speed auto being an earlier one. But I was like, what are these things worth? You know, so I jumped online and it's got a tow bar and rear beepers and what have you. Um, jumped online and, you know, three, four, four and a half, maybe five, maybe five and a half for a corker. But I was like, that is a lot of car for the money. <laughs> if you needed big rear leg room, um, beautiful, comfy suspension, long wheelbase, huge boot, good tow car. I was like, for four and a half K, give or take, that is a lot for the money. And that is a car that you could happily tomorrow just get in it and drive it across Australia because no issues at all. Fairlane. Fairlane. And that's what's ma- that, that, that's what people should be doing straight in every Fairlane. That's what, I mean, that's what, that, they, that's what they were made to do, like just to do cross country trips. Yeah, for um, prime ministerial cabinet members. Of course. And, and and they go all right too. The, the barriers are most yeah. reliable. And if you ever have an issue, there's any place on in freaking Australia. Yeah, can they can all fix a barrow motor. So, so that yeah, I thought that good car, good value. And that we're not talking under ten; we're talking under five for one of those. That's impressive. I mean, it's not the most attractive car. No, you know, it's a little ungainly, but nevertheless, bang for your buck, not bad. How much could you get a LTD for if that's the case? There wouldn't be much more. Then. Oh, it'd have to be six or seven or something, maybe. I mean, they had electric seats. Both front seats, they sat nav and all the extra, all the extra gizmos. Oof. Nicer seats too. Okay, uh, I'll have a look after. We'll have a look. Yes, um, I think you should buy one, Ed. Oh, I'm not going to buy one, but I tell, appreciate tell it. Tell it to buy a to, to buy an LTD. I'm not buying an LTD. Don't buy an LTD, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I am not buying an LTD. Make that clear. Um, next week on the show, I'll be like, I bought an LTD. <laughs> um, Maxima, I like a Maxima, but not the newer, frumpier, fat ones. I like the earlier ones that we've talked about before. Like the 90s ones? The 90s ones, but then they're getting a bit old now, probably, the um, the one after that. The ones that had the same V6 as the 350s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good car. They go good. Large, luxurious, not not expensive to buy. And you know what? They didn't hold their value, surprisingly, which is... Which not is, really. They just no. dropped. Like I remember people buying these things 10 years ago, like cheap. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's a mad car for the money. Um, and I, this is a bit more prestige or luxury, but I, th- I think Honda Legends are almost in the same boat yeah. where they, you know, people just forget about the legend, but it's beautifully built. Um, you know, V6, silky smooth, leather and climate and sunroof and all these nice plush carpets. And really, they're, nice I mean, car. they're an 80, 90 grand car when they were new. Um, under 10, you can have a very nice legend and 99% of them were bought by older people <laughs> who were very conservative, who serviced them well and that they were looked after. Um, and because they were good quality, they they just aren't destroyed like you know a Toyota might be or a Mazda might be of that same sort of era. So things with a legend though, um, the reason they were so forgettable is because like the early ones were ph- phenomenal cars. Mm. Um, the later ones, really good car as well, but they just didn't have that 
people just couldn't justify that jump from an, from like a really nice like no top, exactly. top, top in a chord. To so a they were, they they didn't compete or well, they tried to compete with you know say a five series or an E class or an Audi A six or something like that, but just didn't. Um, it was really bought by people who wanted a luxury car but didn't want a German luxury car. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they just kind of got shoved to the wayside. But secondhand, under 10, you can get a beautiful legend. Like what year are we talking about? Oh, you're talking to like a late 90s, early 2000s? It's a good car. I think like 03, 04 or 05, you'd still be under, all under 10 grand. Um, there, are some, you know, that, there are some that are more than that. But bang for your buck, luxury, big car, good. Good, good car for money. I said to Orion before, we won't harp on about that. 3.5 V6, can't go wrong with one of good those. Good engine, though. Falcons, I think, a good value under ten if you get a nice low K. You can you can find an XS6 Turbo. Fairlane. Like if you if you can you can find XS6 yep. Turbo is just just but sneak it in. Like you can find a, a trash on for like five grand, but yeah. like a really you know, you're at like a corker example as you'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, just. Like and imagine tw- imagine twenty and you open up your garage and you got XR6 Turbo and like a yellow SLK. <laughs> That'd be a good garage. That's a nice garage. It's under twenty k. Well, a, a guy came into work um, probably a good year ago, and he, he had a he had a, he bought a, one of the, he was he bought one of the first BAXX turbos. He's like he was hanging for this car, and he bought yeah. one of those. And for his wife, he bought a brand new Mazda six MPS. Ooh, what a pair! What a pair! Like I know you can now have that pair for under under twenty grand. <laughs> and he's like to me, he's like, yeah, they've, they've both been amazing cars. He's like, the Mazda six has done well, done way more Ks, but he's like, in terms of reliability, they're both pretty much spot on. He's like, the Falcon's got the you know, disc brace warp and yeah, thick bushes, yeah. but he's like, apart from that. Rock solid. Driver's seat bolster a little bit. Yeah, a little worn, bit. you know, yeah. that sort of stuff. But, I mean, he's like, and it was a red one. It was really, really new. I'm like, this is a nice car. He's like, he's like, yeah, I bought it new. I bought my six. Same year, 2004 each. I'm like. He really spent up that year, didn't he? Had, 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 had lots of cash. Had a little windfall. Bang, bang. Uh, I must have won the lot or something. But, but yeah. I love those cars that, you know, when, 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 a, when a family does that, you know, they'll buy two you know, like that, in the one year, like, yeah. bang, this is our cars, we're done, right, that's it for the next... 20 years. But then they just keep <laughs> them for literally 10, 15, 20, 30 years. It's so cool to watch, you know, see them as a pair like that. And it, and it's and it's really cool. Like, you're right, because, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I've got one of those, or I've got one of those, and you're like, well, I bought them brand new. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's cool hearing from people who had them new. What about um, luxury, prestige cars for under 10 grand? LS400. Yep, so we've mentioned it nearly every, every episode. episode, but yeah, LS400 on there, great. Good car. But I also had, of course, the W124, which we also mentioned too much because we both have one. You can find a lovely W124. Beautiful sedan. Not so much the two-door. You still get a two-door, but not a, not the best one. Best one, there. Yeah. But a four-door, you'll get a stunning 124 sedan. You'll get the best four-door sedan in the country for That's the 10 right. grand. Which is- Let's say this, mid-size. But also a 190E, you know, or even a 190E 2.6, the same motor as yours. Yes. Or a 126S class, you know, from the mm. 80s, the the biggest and sort of most handsome, well-known Gorgeous S class car. they did. You know, under 10 grand, you get a really nice one of those, depending on engine. but um, And it's a car that'll last. Like they will last. They're beautifully built. I mean, they all need work at some point because they're, they're all old now, but... If you found a good one of those, oof, that's awesome a, car. That's a that's a nice car. Um, BMWs, I, I wrote down a smattering, you know, like a an E30, a, yeah. re, a nice little manual tidy E30 six cylinder. You can that'd, have them for under ten. That'd go good. Yeah, handle beautifully. You know, just nice little tidy collectible car. So tell me, I mean, people hark on the because um, like M3s are just ridiculous, but yeah. they're like oh, three one eight IS is like the be- the best E30. But I'm like. 
I don't think so. I always thought it was the six cylinder was a bit better. Like the the because they had a three two. They had a three two. Oh, they did different. So depending on the series, there were three two. There were three twenties that were a six cylinder. Yeah. There, there were three two five. Didn't three two threes. There were three two fives. There were three two five e's. There were three two eights. You know, three thirties. Like depending on which generation of three series you're talking about. But like e thirty e thirty six e thirties. They had so you had your three one eight i. You had a three twenty i is. You had a three twenty i in the convertible, which was a six. Um, you had three two threes from memory and three two fives. And I think the three two five was as big as you went in an E thirty. But um, any manual six of that is a great, beautiful sounding exhaust inline six. Great, great little good car. to drive. Yep, yep. So I had them on my list, but you know. I mean, um, and again, Adrian. Adrian would hate it, but you know, E thirty four five series. They're cheap. You know, this is late eighties. We're talking very early nineties. You get a six cylinder, and there were a few manuals around in they those. Were, yeah. So if you got a manual E thirty four sedan, Good car. with reasonable K's on it, that's a beautiful mid sized car. How much do they go for these days? Oh, you'd be. I've seen them for like three up to. 10, depending Can on... Can it be the best one in the country, though, surely? Yeah, depending on engine and what it is. Um, but yeah, for, for well under 10, you could have a, a really nice E30... Uh, sorry, E34. Can you get an E39? Yep. A manual one? Uh, did they do manuals in E39? I yeah, don't... They did in the... Did um, they? I mean, M5, M5s were all manual. Yes, but if they did, it's damn rare. Apparently, one of the best ones, if you if you can't afford M5s, is uh, a 540 in a manual. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently that's a brilliant car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. So, so if, I, yeah, I think they did, but so few of them that you'd be searching forever, I think. And I think they'd charge a premium for them too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but an E39 with an M Sport pack, you know, in again, the right color, like an Imola red E34 black leather M Sport, that's a hell of a car. I reckon it's still the best looking um, 5 Series they made. E39? Yeah. I reckon it's, it's aged beautifully. It has aged well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'll agree. It's, good, it's a good looking car. Uh, seven series, if we want that E thirty two seven series, which was the again late eighties, yep. or E thirty eight, which was sort of into the nineties. Um, big limo things, you know. Uh, just yeah, get the right one with the right K's, and under ten grand, you can look pretty special. Yeah, it's, it's still a flash car. What um, else? I know we've mentioned it on the show. It's one of my it's one of my all time favorites, Corolla Sportivo. We um, have mentioned the yeah, consoles. Good so car. This is back in the sporty back section. Back in, in the sporty, like, hot hatch section. Yep. Um, just just reeling off, off my list before we forget, because I've mentioned LS400. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, W124, as you've mentioned. Yes, yes. Um, what, are, what are the big uh, luxury barges can we, can we get for that money? I came up with a couple of oddballs. If you like a bit of leather, if you're the kind of person that says, I like leather, I like wood... I want to feel like I'm say Jag, old you? and British. <laughs> you I'm say actually Jag. not, but it's along the same lines. Rover? Rover 75. You know, 2.5 litre V6, mid-size, but, you know, it's not a great car by any stretch, but, hell, it's cheap, and, again, they were all bought by older conservative people. That's true. They were quite well looked after. Um, you could do worse. You could do worse. Um the Volvos, the old rear-drive Volvos, like a 960 Royale Ooh. or a 740 um, wagon or sedan, you know, if you like a bit of Swedish luxury. Can you get an A50R for under 10? I that, think you could. I mean, that'd be it. A50 be a- wasn't as good a car, I don't think, as those earlier ones. But, yeah, for a bit of for a bit of sporty Swede, I think you can get them for under 10. Some Swede speed? Yeah. Alan, speed, what, speed. What else? What, what do you got, Alan, with your list? 
Um, I'm, I'm done with my list because I don't believe in buying land barges and luxury <laughs> rovers that look like you couldn't afford a Jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had Jag as well, but you know, you, I think you've got to be a bit of a special kind of person to go rover or Jag. But if that's your thing, well, they're cheap. They are. But- when it went at Shannon's the other night, I think it got just over ten. It might have been eleven, but um, that was a you know a late. That older shape sovereign sort of thing. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, beautifully presented car. And, again, it looks money. And for that for the, for that little amount, it's like, yeah, take a punt if that's your thing. Uh, early 90s SLs, what are they going for these days? Uh, they're kind of like, well, I've seen them for sort of 20s, probably the cheapest. Yeah. But then they're most of them are up into the 30s, 40s now. Yeah, I've missed the boat on that one. <laughs> yeah, they, they were hovering all around in the 20s for, for some time. But now they're kind of creeping. Good yep. car, though. I like those. RAV4. Can't go wrong with a RAV4. RAV4's pretty reliable. We're, I mean, back, to, we're back to SUVs. But, SUVs, yeah. But, you know, if you Wait, under is, 10... Is it the RAV4 with the 200 kilowasps? Oh, yeah, kilowasps. Do you remember that? I, I don't think you'd get one of those for under 10. You know what you can get for under 10 grand? That's a better SUV than that, though. Go. You can get a Territory Turbo gear... I saw one for That's seven- like your old man's one. Yeah, but his is not a turbo. Oh, okay. I wanted him to get a turbo so bad, and he's like, no, I don't need that power. Oh, what do I yeah, need the power for? It. Why are dads like that? Why? My, I harped on for, to my dad for decades to get a car with a sunroof. What do I need that for? I'm not paying for a two grand to have a piece of glass over my head. That was the comment. And then we ended up with that 380 SE years ago that, that happened to have one in it. It wasn't a glass one. It was, you know, steel. Yeah. But... um. In the summertime, every night he'd come home and I'd walk out to the garage and the roof was open. I'm like, oh, you've uh, been using the roof there. <laughs> well, it was a, well, it was a nice night. You know? was it? It's like, oh, was it? here we go. <laughs> here we go. So, yeah. Oh, but I saw a Territory Turbo gear yep. and it, it had 170,000 Ks on it. Uh, he's like, he's got the bushes. Like, oh, they all different bushes to go. He's like, but he's got, he's got the set. He just hasn't put them in yet. Yep. Um, seven grand. Like, seven uh, seater. Lot of car. Turbo, full leather, dual zone climate. They come kitted out, nice seats, great to drive, plenty of power. Yes, likes to have a drink, but yeah, yeah, seven grand. Well, same thing with it. Is, it is a lot of car for the money. Like if you need a, if you need a family, you know, truck around. But you don't want to. But yes, you want to have some go. That's, yeah. that's that's awesome value. I put on my list two X, Lexus um, RX 330s, you know, oh, yeah. the first of those mid SUVs. Like, they're kind of weird looking, though, aren't they? They're weird looking. They're not my favourite thing to look at, but and pretty um, soft in the suspension. You know, they're they're not a sports car by any means, and super light steering, and you know, they're not a driver's car. Yeah. But as a good piece of kit that will keep working. Yeah. Great. You know, you can't afford a sixty thousand dollar new X3. Bang. And that'd be go. just as, if not more reliable. Go buy, go buy an early Lexus. What are the what are the um, LX five seventies costing now? You know the early yeah, based like off the Land, Land Cruiser. Cruiser. Um, oh, that, are that, they that under is a good question. No, no, nah, they wouldn't. Surely, be surely. No. I mean, Land Cruisers. You know, you can get Land Cruisers under ten. Most of them are munted, yeah, but but they still charge a premium for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything with a diesel, forget about it. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, um, exactly but right. but you, you can't you can get like an eighty series with, with a with a straight six petrol, a petrol eighty series, which is five grand. great off road. And great tow car, just fuel. You want to you want to have a fuel card. Yeah, yeah. You you, you want to have a boss that that pays for fuel. That's right. But if you had that, a lot of lot of truck for the money is. What else you got on your list? I think we're running out. Oh, you know what? Back in the luxury segment, I put them on here just because. I don't know, just because. Um, <laughs> and I'm not recommending these necessarily, but a Saab, isn't it? A Saab 93. <laughs> <laughs> 
A Saab 9.3 or a Saab 9.5. With a um, turbo? They are, yeah, yeah, a nice turbo one. They are cheap cars. Even 9.5 wagon. That's the reason why they're cheap. I know, I know. But I feel like if you had a very sympathetic mechanic and um, <laughs> and you got the right car, you could do a right out of one of those. <laughs> they do look good. I always like the way Saab's Yeah. Is. The older, no, I don't like the, the new ones lost me completely, but the earlier ones yeah. I, I liked. Cool, cool car. Yeah. Interesting, so, inter- interesting car. But of course, I mean, out of that whole prestige luxury list, I wouldn't go past the Mercedes and the LS400. Like, that's where it had stopped pretty much. Pretty much with the Mercedes. Yes. I, just, I like looking at the star driving along. Oh, it's... <laughs> what, is, isn't, isn't, my, isn't my LTD badge good enough for oh, you, Edwards? it's good, but the LS400 doesn't have that. You know, you, I f- could be driving anything. Um, fun cars for, for under 10, because like, we're talking about luxury cars yeah. before, before we end up yeah, on the yeah. show. Uh, I mentioned the Sportivo. Yep. Um... You know, you know, I love a good hot hatch, as Alan knows. Uh, XR4 Fiestas. Big two-liter motor in a small little Fiesta. Cracking car to drive. It's good recipe. Good. I mean, that's that's original hot hatch How recipe. How much are they? You can get them under five grand all day. Wow. And they were like a handling revelation when they came out. How many? Are they out there, though? Hey, How many if, you, if you go on there, then you can get a couple of XR5 Focuses. From you can. Vol- the Volvo 5-cylinder turbo. That, that is true. You can get an early one. Five-cylinder, are they? Yeah, the XR5 turbos. They would drive all right. They drive very well. Um, plenty of power, plenty of torque, really torquey motor. Um, I made a one, bought one brand new, I remember, at, at uni. And I was like, oh, I was super jealous. He, he, <laughs> he got kitted out sunroof, full uh, leather, yeah. leather heated seats as well. Um, and it just it just pulled. Like, it sounded good. It sounded like an old rally car. Really, yeah. really, cool, really cool car. I mean, Five like, cylinders have always got a, a nice note. They've got like a real burble, it's don't they? It's a gruff sort of a note. Well, being uneven, I suppose. But, but yeah, five-cylinder transporters and um, Volvos. and Well, maybe not five-cylinder discoveries. They always sounded a bit shit. Audis? Audis, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's funny because people always ask me, oh, you know, what do you have to spend to get a good car? And I'm like, Not you tell me your budget and I'll tell you what good cars you can get for that budget. Because it's, you know, there's this mentality that, that, oh, you can't get a good car for 10 grand or you can't get a car for, good car for five grand. It's like some of the best cars I've bought have been $300. You know, <laughs> like, like <laughs> if you're prepared to sniff around and you know what you're looking at, there are good cars at any budget. Um, there's no hard and fast rules. But I find it really satisfying to take a budget like 10 and, you know, hone it down to what sort of genre you're looking for oh, yeah. and then go shopping and it's amazing. And people don't know. The majority of non-car people have no idea what stuff's worth. So, you know, you rock up in like the legend or, you know, that focus and people are like, oh, nice car. Nice car Gee, yeah. this goes well. And, they, you know, how much was this? It's like, yeah, I paid five, five for it. You know? yeah. like, and they can't believe it when you tell them. Yeah. It's um, like you got no depreciation left at all. It's really just a bit of maintenance, maybe. And it's a car that it, these are cars that if you look for the finding the right one, it'll give you years of great service. Yeah, and it won't really cost you that much. Yeah. and you can still look them and it'll drive a million bucks. Yeah, because the biggest thing and people forget this: the biggest cost of owning a car is depreciation. Mm. You know, if, if people go crap on about fuel use all the time and servicing costs and you know maybe a bit of insurance or whatever, but they never talk really. In, about depreciation, and that's the, the the biggest thing. You go and spend thirty grand on a car, you know, brand new, whatever. Five years, it's less than half. Five years, it's probably worth twelve. Um, that's where your money's going. You know, yep. it's not going on the. You know, whereas if you go and buy a eight grand car in five years, it's worth six, maybe. You know, <laughs> and okay, you might have spent a bit more on maintenance. But you might have spent, say, you even spent five on maintenance. You're still, you're still winning, thousands better off. Yeah. 
So it's people. It's funny they'll come up with any any excuse to you know oh it's costing me money I'm going to trade my car in or buy a new car or you know whatever. I hate that. Ch- I really chances are that. they just want one and they're trying to justify it. That yeah. you know everyone can want something new. That's fine. But but yeah, depreciation killer. I mean, seven series like after like was it a year? It's oh, like half the price. Horrendous. It's disgusting. Horrendous. So, but secondhand can be quite a good nice value. buy. If you, uh, yeah, if you want some German Highway Autobahn style motoring. Autobahn Stormers. Autobahn Stormers, yeah. Good car. <laughs> yeah, das ist gut. Das ist gut, yeah. All right, I'll shut up. That's my list. That's your list. We are done. Um, Carla, you probably don't know about it, uh, but the Focus S. Uh, Why don't I know about it? Because not, Anything no, Ford, no one, you don't know. Well, it. no one knows about these cars. Like <laughs> ST170s. The code and the numbers sound familiar, but I don't really know what First it is. First-gen Focus. Right. Um, you know, 170 horsepower, two-liter motor. Uh, two-door. Horsepower. We're British now. We're talking horsepower. Th- that's, what, that's what it was named after. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's correct. <laughs> um, now so, I feel like a real prick. Oh, no. So, Focus ST170. Six-speed manual. Six-speed, yep. which was like unheard of back, back oh, then. Oh, yeah. For, for, you know, this is like early as 2004. But was it just like another overdrive or was it a proper... It was, a, it was a proper. Uh, you know, it was fifth to one to one ratio, and then sixth as an overdrive. I'd have to double check, but it's um one of our listeners has got one. He always reminds me about it. It's yep. a really really good car, um and it's like really tight get track gearbox, Ooh. um yeah you know, tuned suspension, Recaro seats. Yep. really like not not nicely presented car. All different all different gauges in it. Yep, and you, they are a cracking drive. How much for this? Under five grand. Wow. Yeah. So the fact that it's a Getrag box makes me think fifth would be probably close to one to one because yeah. BMW were all Getrag manuals, and they fifth was always direct drive. Oh right. So even in a five speed, fifth was one to one. It wasn't an overdrive. Because usually it's fourth that's one to one. Correct. Yeah. And fifth is you know an overdrive, whereas BMW didn't do it. So the idea was you know you're in fifth on the autobahn, you Put can accelerate, you don't have to change back a gear to do it. Um, so now six speed gearboxes seem to be. Fifth is one to one, and sixth was an overdrive. overdrive. Whereas some cars, like I, oh, what was it, the Holden, like the VT V8 manuals and things from years ago, fifth was overdrive, sixth was overdrive. It was like <laughs> unless you were doing one twenty plus, you never used you never sixth. Used it. Yeah. it just it's an unusable gear. You look at the gear knob and you go, ooh, big speed, but it, that doesn't. It's not the whole equation. Yeah. You know, it's well, what are the ratios? Where are they? The realistic revs. That's exactly yeah. right. Sorry. And, and that makes a big difference. Absolutely. My 190E that I had years ago, an 86 Merc 190E manual, factory manual, which was very rare. People are like, oh, manual, that must be great to drive. I'm like, you know what? It wasn't because the gears were so long-legged. You know, at 60, it was comfy in third. Even fourth was too, you know, um, too, too overdriven for it, you know. so And fifth, I just never used it. Unless I was doing 110 plus, never touched fifth. Yeah. And where do you do 110 plus? You know, you, you, you don't. So it was really not a well-matched gearbox to engine. Um, mm. And it was rubbery in the shift. Yeah, it just wasn't that nice. Because everyone mm. like harks on like how rare they are. Yeah, rare for a reason. Because they were shit to drive. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I'd rather an auto. You know, if I was buying one of those, I'd get an auto. There you go. You heard yeah. it here first. Top tip. Top tip. Um, I think we are out of time. Unfortunately, it's been a That's good episode fine. tonight. That's fine. Covered a bit of ground. We did. Uh, I think we should do one. Even make it even more challenging. Under five grand. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm there. It's pretty much everything we said tonight with more Ks. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all it is. Everything with more Ks, more yeah. damage, and more likely to break on you. But still, yeah, hey, it's a car. Yeah, you want Good. one with one fifty, you pay up to ten. You want one under five, it's got a three hundred plus on that, it. That is true. Um, a couple of honourable mentions: SP twenties, or you know, oh, well, of course, you know, yeah, good, your good car, car. But um, uh, 
you can get some guns for under ten grand, uh, like you know, like even like some cup cup. Oh, guns. my friend has one. Um, Matt. oh Matt, you've met him. Great car. So he's got that Magan. What's it called? Two two five. Two two five. Okay, so yeah. it's a turbo. Yeah. Is it two liter? Two liter. Yeah, yeah. two liter turbo. It's a two door in a that beautiful metallic blue. Uh, it's like Estoril blue on the BMW. It's the big bum. The big bum one. The big bum, ugly. You know, I like big butts and I can't not laugh. That was the ad for it. I know. Yeah, it was so I good. remember. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I've driven that. It's a really sweet little car to drive. Yeah, that Renault, and cheap. Renault, yeah, that's why under cheap. ten grand you can get them. Yeah. You can get even you can get even like later model ones. Yeah, lovely car to drive. Like like in terms of like if you want raw hot hatchness, that's yeah. that's what you buy. I mean, people people hark on GDI, 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 but I reckon they're a better car to drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can get GDIs for under ten grand, but yeah. Hot hatches where it's like under ten grand, you can get like some of the best ones. Yeah, you just gotta sniff them out. You do. do your homework, do some sniffing. You do, you definitely do. Um, I think that is that is it for the show tonight. Alan, thanks for joining us all the way from Canberra. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Anytime, Bye, Alan. Stay warm. I've got my heater on it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought shit, he's gone already. He's gone. Thanks, Ed, for not a problem. It's, it's been fun. It's been it's been, it's it's good doing these money challenges. Um, yeah, oh, I like it. I love a car challenge. Car the, challenges. The next the next step is using that money, and actually buying the car challenge. <laughs> we'll maybe car talk when we make it. When we finally make it. When we finally make it, we can actually do this. Yeah, maybe. Real. Yeah, you put in you know one third each or whatever many people you want to get in, and we go and buy one of these cars that we say are so good, you know, money where your mouth is. And test it and report back on the show, which is what- Someone has to drive it for like six months and, yeah, or running we, report. Or we have a weekly, like everybody drives it for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you have a week, I have a week, Alan has a week, whoever. And then um, you report what goes wrong, you know, what what you like about it, what you don't like about it. It's like a, it's like a long-term road test. It is, but with older cars. <laughs> yeah, but with, but with old cars. I'm confident. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll find you good stuff. I like it, Ed. I, I like it. it. Um, like and share our Facebook page, uh, Car Talk T O R Q U E with Money J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all they're on there, and they're all up on our Shan Engine page, or iTunes, or wherever you get, you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, or rate, and review to the Car Talk T O R Q U E with Matty J. Uh, Alan, give your show a plug. Uh, check out Sunrise Arcade, 10 a.m. on Saturday mornings on 9.9 Northwest FM for your gaming news and reviews. Uh, James's, James Callum and Nathan's show, excuse me, on a Tuesday night before my show at, at 7 p.m. Their show's at 6. The Tuesday review where they talk movies and all things pop culture. Um, really good listening, so tune into that. And my show again on, on a Tuesday night here, 98.9 Northwest FM, 7 p.m. Uh, if you're listening to it, if you're listening to it live, or if you're listening to it on the podcast and you want to listen to it live, it's seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, we also do the Sunday Kickback, uh, which will be back this week. So keep your eyeballs on our face balls, um, and yeah, uh, usually around seven thirty. And we we uh, have a, we, we do the what would you rather and have a have a good laugh. But um, that is it for today. So thank you, gentlemen, and I will see you guys next time. Take it easy. <laughs>